Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Okay, so it's been a little bit since I pressed record, since I've done anything really. And if you if you tuned into the Freedom Podcast back when I originally launched it, I think I did two or three seasons. Welcome back. If you're new, welcome home. <laughs> oh, I just wanted to take a second before diving into any meaty topics really to just kind of give you an update on where I'm at. I wanted to share with you some thoughts on kind of what's happening in the world right now. I wanted to just share some of my intentions moving forward. Um, And, you know, I mean, I'm just going to, I'm just going to come out and say it. The, The obviously 2020 has been crazy and my life has been, um, yeah, my life has been crazy too. I think everybody has gone through something. I had a baby. I had a baby in 2020 and she's now six months, my third baby. And that was wild. Um, so there's been so much that has moved through me. I've had so many wild healing experiences. And so I feel ready now. I feel ready to come back and to share. If you follow me on Instagram, I deleted my Facebook in 2020. But if you follow me on Instagram, um, I have been active sharing in my stories. It's kind of just how I have fun and, you know, I, I like to process kind of in real time some of the things I'm feeling and I like to bring humor now into my work and, you know, who doesn't like a good meme these days to kind of release the day that we've all just had, the year, all the things. But I haven't really been working my business. I haven't, you know, been creating. Um, But it's really important to me that I take time off for healing and for the integration of kind of what I'm working through. And I know not everyone's process looks like that, but for me, I know that I am most effective when I allow myself to have the space that I require to work suit to work through, excuse me, certain things. It's a very shamanic experience. And so let me actually just start off by by telling you guys a little bit about that. Um I ha- I'm actually in a priestess course right now, a high priestess training. It's so rad. And it's all about the faces of leadership that we're seeing in the world right now. Uh, specifically as it relates to women, but it can be, you know, any gender, any experience really. But um, anyways, in the specific course that I'm in, I'm about halfway through. And one of the things that became really clear for me, and I've, and I've always known this about myself, but it's become clearer, 
is that I'm here to experience a very shamanic type journey. And if you relate with my work, kind of what I do and what I talk about, I bet you will relate to this in some way because the priestess course that I'm in, again, it talks about how, you know, there are many different archetypal energies that we can flow through in our time and our journey here on earth. And that kind of, if you're new to that phrase, archetype can, can mean like, you know, anything from a personality type to like an energy or, or a vibration that you give off. Maybe you have like the athlete archetype within you, or, or maybe you're in more of like the mother archetypal role. If you're literally having children at this stage of your life, things like that. So there are different archetypal energies that we'll move through and that's different, but the whole theme of the course, and this is why I wanted to do it, is that we are in such a revolutionary time in history and there are, you know, there are very distinct um, faces of leadership that those of us paying attention, those of us who have, let's say, a broader sight of things, there, we we are likely, let's say, going to get the call to step into these different faces of leadership. And there's five of them is what I'm learning. Um, and you can go to Priestess Presence. I think it's Priestess Presence. <laughs> I literally have my laptop right here. I'm going to look it up and I'll put it in the show notes as well. Um, but I want to make sure. Yeah. Okay. So priestesspresence.com is where you can find some of this information. You can even take a quiz to see which face of leadership you most embody during this time. And we'll rotate kind of through all five of them. Uh, there might be one that speaks to you more than the rest, but we will rotate through all five. So the one that's the most prominent in my life right now is, is the shaman. And so I kind of wanted to give you some insight into what that means, how that's shown up in my life over the last, you know, 18 months, why I've had to really step back because the experience of the shaman, and by the way, when I say shaman, I don't mean, you know, taking on, um, like taking on the essence of indigenous shamans or trying to yeah, just take on that role. I think there's a lot of um, respect and reverence for, you know, the original gatekeepers of the land. And yeah, so that's not what I mean. I just mean everybody, no matter who you, no matter who you are, no matter what your background is, um, you can, you can take on like the energy and the vibration of a shaman and, and kind of what that embodies. So that being said, it's interesting how this course I'm in, I, I rated most high as having that leadership style because, and maybe you can relate to this, the, the shamanic leadership style is one where you're, you're not afraid of the dark. So someone who embraces this leadership style, and maybe you're just learning to embrace it because let me tell you, it's hard. <laughs> um, 
a shamanic leadership style is one where I kind of think of it like an ocean and an ocean can be really scary and kind of daunting and deep and dark. And we don't know, you know, what's at the bottom of the ocean. I remember visiting Curacao with my husband uh, a few years ago and our firstborn. And there was this little path that you could go down kind of off the beaten. Yeah, it was just this off the beaten road path thing. <laughs> um, off the beaten path experience, let's call it. You know, a few blocks from the Airbnb we were staying at. And so you walk down kind of through like this thick, brushy area. And it was kind of freaking me out because, you know, you're in a country you're not familiar with. And I'm, I was just thinking a snake was going to come out and bite me in any minute. And then the pathway cleared and there was this private little beautiful beach sanctuary space, but it got deep quick. And, you know, this wasn't a public beach by any means. Like I said, it was private. It was just Dan and I. And I remember just feeling nervous the whole time, like swimming out into that ocean and the waves were kind of thick. Um, so yeah, that kind of resembles this shamanic experience where you are able to have enough emotional intelligence, enough inner strength, enough wisdom to be honest with yourself about the fact that life isn't all light and love and positivity and and all of that. There's also a nervousness and a depth and a darkness um, that resides within each of our individual experience here. You know, I think about one of my favorite mentors, Dr. Zach Bush, and he has become, thankfully, increasingly popular over the past year because of his work. But he talks a lot about this and he says, you know, we actually gain the most wisdom, the most insight, the most power. We gain such a higher level, vast, compassionate lens and perspective when we are able to sit in the dark. And so in this priestess course that I'm in, a lot of the women on the calls who actually identify as, as um, or they scored very high as a shaman as well, you know, they've been through things like serious mental illness in their family, which I've experienced, or some of them had a sibling or a child who committed suicide. That's happened in my family. I had a brother who committed suicide. Um, like horrible things, horrible things happened to them. I even think about my most recent pregnancy with my third daughter, you guys, and we're going to talk about this on an upcoming episode. There were moments where I actually didn't know if I was going to make it. And that sounds super dramatic, but I was so nauseous at times I couldn't talk. (laughs) Um, Many days I was in bed the whole day. And I know a lot of women experience this. It can be such a dark time if you have awful symptoms. I believe, I think it's called um, hyper hyperemesis. Oh gosh, I'm totally probably getting that word wrong. I'm going to use my trusty Google that's literally in front of me here again. Um, yeah, 
Yes. Yes. That's what it's called. The condition in pregnancy where you can literally throw up at any, sounds awesome, at any given time. Uh, I noticed and connected with, and maybe just because I was so sick, but many women in 2020 who had very heightened symptoms in their pregnancy. And I, I wonder if the worldly energy played a role in that. I've heard many psychics and mediums talk about how the kids coming through during this time have a different DNA. Um, that's part of it too. Like there's really, yeah, there's just a, there's just a different energy with some of the kids coming through. I don't know if you believe that or resonate with that, but that's kind of a theory I've heard. So anyways, (laughs) I mean, it was crazy. It was, it was crazy. uh, So I even felt my health seriously decline. Um, I don't know if any of you found this in 2020 where even though I was so sick in the pregnancy, I didn't lose weight. Like a lot of women tend, it tends to happen, especially if you're throwing up a lot of the times I actually gained the most weight because all I could eat was carbs. Like I couldn't talk unless I ate carbs. And so after I had my daughter, I, it was almost like I went through a mini dark night of the soul. Again, I've been through several, but again, it was a very shamanic experience of, and I know a lot of women go through this, you know, postpartum where you look at yourself in the mirror and your body has changed and things are different and you don't recognize yourself, but it was, it was deeper than that. It it was like, I was looking at myself in the mirror and I, and I, like the life was gone out of my eyes, um, out of my skin even. Like I felt lifeless. And again, I'm going to, I'm going to reserve an entire episode for this, um, because I want to talk to the moms out there, but it, it affected my marriage. It brought up anything that hadn't been healed to the surface. And so, a lot of sort of reaction had to come out of that and a lot of, um, well, I had to get it wrong, you know, and I want to bring Dan, my husband on the show too. We're going to do a whole podcast on this because I know many people have struggled in their relationships over the past year and a half and many people haven't made it through that. And I think there's a time when soul contracts come to an end and they're meant to come to an end for sure. But I kind of want to speak to, and this is why I want to bring Dan on as well, I want to speak to those of you who feel like you might be going through tough shit in your relationships or in your marriage, and maybe you're not on the other side yet because we really, Dan and I, (laughs) I'm speaking about, had to show up um, in ways that were not so healthy, let's say in order to get to the root of the pattern that both of us had to become willing to see in order to come home to ourselves. And again, this is a very shamanic experience and it's tough. Um, Yeah. And I feel like we are on this path. We are definitely on this path of having a very holy relationship and we made it to the other side. I made it through the pregnancy, guys. <laughs> Barely. But I made it. And the miracle arrived. The miracle arrived. 
Uh, so that's the title of this show, this, the, the intro podcast back is the miracle arrived. And, um, I feel like part of that shamanic journey is knowing that when we try to dig and dig and dig for answers, I'm also a student of A Course in Miracles. I have been for years, which is a very meta text, a very metaphysical text. And A Course in Miracles talks about how we don't dig for answers. We have to trust and we have to wait for the miracle. And how many of us can relate to that with respect to the world right now too, right? Like, it's like, oh God, where's the miracle? Um, so yeah, the miracle arrived and, and A Course in Miracles says we are entitled to miracles. And, and I think sometimes in our very human experience, we forget that. Like we are entitled to miracles, the Holy Spirit. God wants to, that's the language, by the way, that's leveraged in A Course in Miracles. You don't have to call it that. But um, let me just leave it there. We are, that's one of the lessons in, in the course is we are entitled to miracles. And so when we're in victim mode, we block the miracles when we are in crazy resentment, we block the miracles. When we avoid at all costs the darkness, we block the miracle as well. So again, I feel like this is why I had to kind of go away for a little bit because I was, when I talk about darkness, again, not only was I literally throwing up all the time in my pregnancy, which is a very kind of violent experience, that mimicked like the darkness I was purging. I would lay there in bed and it was almost like my body would just sort of tremble or I would feel grief. I would I would cry. I would feel angry at the world. I would feel all sorts of things. And I would just sit with that. And one of my teachers has been so impactful for me, my, one of my Course in Miracles teachers. She talks a lot about how we're not actually here to hold it. So I think a lot of people in the world are struggling right now because they think we're supposed to hold on to everything that's happening. Like we need to hold on to our responsibilities and what maybe is coming up in our relationships and, you know, the burden of of thinking about what we're going to do with our kids come September, depending on where you live and what's happening with lockdowns or not or whatever. Um everything that everybody else around you was going through. And my teaching and training in The Course in Miracles, which is really an unlearning, speaks to the fact that we don't hold it. We, we, we lift it. We lift it into the hands of God, into the ethers. And then that source energy will deliver us instructions on how we can handle it. But it's a very different thing, right? Like holding it versus receiving instructions on how to like handle it. So I would lay in bed while I was pregnant and I could, I could feel so much shit circulating in my tissues. It wasn't just nausea. It was like I could feel it. And I would say, I would literally – 
sometimes say out loud, you know, okay, like, God, I don't want to hold this anymore. I think about my mom, my grandma, my ancestors. Oh my gosh. I just don't think they knew how to lift it, purge it. Those generations were so busy and raising so many kids and in such survival. And some people are still there today for sure, but they didn't really have the opportunity that we, that many of us have to lift it. So I would call out and say like, get it out of me. I want it out. (laughs) And that was the lifting. And then I would sometimes say that. And then I could feel my body starting to get a little violent just in terms of the sensations. And then I would literally go and throw up. (laughs) I'm talking a lot about puke here. Um, But I want to get the the point across that so much came out, like literally (laughs) so much came out of me that there is now a heightened level of freedom in my tissues. And so health, which we're going to talk a lot about too coming up on the show, is one of my greatest core values. And I really don't think we can have conversations with respect to health anymore without including this very meta experience of feeling and releasing anything that needs to be purged from our tissues. Um, I was also talking about on a recent video on my Instagram page how many people are feeling sensations in their knees during this time or their feet. I've been feeling it a lot in my feet, which I think is the manifestation of fears, internalized fears, maybe ancestral fears about literally stepping forward in life. So think about the feet, stepping forward. Um, and I don't think they're mine. I think it's sitting in the, the tissues, but it wants to be released. And so sometimes too, we can go see healers or massage therapists or people who are kind of magical workers to help them pass some of that through. I find soaking my body in an Epsom salt bath is helpful as well. Water is so helpful during this time. It is so helpful. But sometimes too, and this is where people are so uncomfortable, sometimes we just have to let it pass. You know, sometimes we don't need a healer or water or whatever. We actually just have to sit with it. There was a day, I'm going to share one more story with you and then I'll I'll close out here, but there was a day maybe two weeks ago where my husband went dirt biking with his buddy and I normally put the baby to bed at night and he normally puts the older two kids to bed. So I was by myself that day. He was off and my two oldest girls were just, they share a room and they were taking forever to fall asleep. And mamas, I know you can, and dadas. You can relate. Sometimes it's lovely and beautiful. And sometimes you're laying there and you're like, oh God, would you hurry up? So I'm laying on the floor in between them and it literally took them 90 minutes to fall asleep. But I was stuck there. And as I was just laying there, I could feel my feet like aching. It was like a dull ache. And so notice when you get really still during these crazy times? Is there anywhere in your body that's doing that, that's calling your attention? And can you pick up on what 
is releasing? Like what's the emotion or what's the fear or, you know what I'm saying? Without even going to one of your, your favorite books, because you can find books from different spiritual leaders or metaphysicians that talk about like, you know, the knees um, relate to pride or the eyes relate to sight, right? Like literally seeing uh, things differently or the throat. We know like the throat can be um, anger or holding back our truth or holding back our voice. So another intention I have for the podcast here is to help you become so powerful in your role as your own inner guide that you graduate from the thought that you need really anything out there. I've had some pretty powerful experiences where just in sitting with myself, and maybe this is the Gemini in me, <laughs> Gemini rising is my rising sign, but I tend to just search for depth, which is part of the shamanic experience as well. Like you're not afraid to go like, what is that? And in the silence, so as I was sitting or lying in between my girls that night, and I could feel this ache in my foot. I was It was so visceral. I remember thinking like, what the fuck is that? And then I kind of heard this voice come through that was just like, it's like a fear of walking forward, which makes sense because it's who, like it is freaky right now to think about what is the world going to look like in 10 years. But there's, there's our role in that and listening to our higher self guide us on you know, paying attention in the world and whatever we're here to do, or again, the face of leadership we're here to embody or how we use our voice or how we break free from codependence maybe with the government. There's that, there's that action that we're maybe called to take. But then I also think there's obviously our own, our own micro healing on the side because the micro heals the macro. So I, I take both seriously and that's also a big part of what this what this show is about. So, okay, to finish up, few um few things. I'm going to keep these podcasts 30 minutes or less. So we're sitting at 26 minutes. I'm going to finish up. I I honor your time and I want to keep it short and sweet, leave time for reflection. I want this to feel like you're cozied up by the fire with a friend and we're exploring this depth together. Okay. I want you to know you're not alone in this experience. I want you to know that you're entitled to miracles. And if you stay open to that, they will come. Um, Coming up, I want to talk about so many things. I want to talk about, especially if you're in Canada, where, where we are, feels like our government is trying to break us down. I want to talk about that. I want to help you through that. I want to talk about, again, handling it versus holding it, grieving what once was as you move into new faces of leadership, communities that maybe you don't feel safe in anymore, all sorts of stuff. Um, I want to talk about the medical, the metaphysical journey that is COVID-19. I'm really kind of coming out of the closet as a healer myself and, and just a woman who really resonates with not only the priestess archetype and the shamanic style of leadership, but there's also some kind of medium qualities that come through for me. So I'm really owning that now. I'm just going to, we're just going to go there. I want to talk about the bridge to the new world that many of us are creating void of 
government dependence. Okay. I want to talk about if I trigger you, what, what are you so afraid of? Mm, that's deep. Um, I want to talk about the wisdom of your body and your inner shaman. There's so many things. I want to talk about pregnancy and babies and kids and all sorts of stuff. So I'm not going to do intro music anymore. I'm not working with a team right now. Um, I'm not even editing these podcasts. This is going to be raw and unedited. I've got three kids now, guys, and I'm, I'm integrating all of that. So it just feels light and easy for me and kind of beautiful and messy to just show up as I am and to push play. And so if there's the odd like tweak or glitch or um, a child yelling in the background, you know, I just ask for some grace and okay. Yay. I'll see you guys soon. Bye.